The Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper, a podcast where we talk mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other fun topics and conversations. So sit back and join us on this episode of the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. With all the running around you've been doing so far to Little League games and quick weekend road trips, are you starting to realize it's time to get a new vehicle? Where do you start, though, since buying a new vehicle is a very big decision in your life? Well, take some of the stress off and make your decision easy by visiting Toys and Ford in Chippewa Falls. Family-owned and operated, you can trust Toys and Ford when it comes to finding that new vehicle for you that fits in your budget but also gets you to where you need to go. Having a proper vehicle to get you to those Little League games and family get-togethers is important, and Toys and Ford knows that just visit toys and ford today summertime is a busy and expensive season get-togethers vacations road trips cookouts which also means lots of shopping for supplies so why not make your shopping easier and cheaper on your pocketbook this summer so that you can enjoy it more seems like a no-brainer right but where do you go hi v from the best prices in the produce area to the best selection in the meat department in a huge wine and spirits area hy V has you covered for this summer make hy V your go-to summer stock up store and enjoy your summer this year Well, it's been a been a hot minute. It's been a couple weeks or so. Maybe I don't know. Maybe a couple days. But yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's been a little bit since we've chatted with our good buddy, Doctor Logan Shapke, new dad, Doctor Logan Shapke. So, how you doing, bud? Congratulations! Thank you. Joining the brotherhood. Yeah. Huh? How was uh, the first couple weeks? Few weeks now of of being a dad here. Yeah, he is. He will be five weeks on Friday. Okay. So it's been good. It's been a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we're super blessed. He's yeah. he's healthy now. Um, had a some interesting stuff right away. He got a helicopter ride on his first day. But oh he's, man, did so you? He's, I'm kind of jealous of that. Did you? You didn't ride no, over there. They with, didn't let no. me on. Um, Mom go though with him. Nope. No, just him. Just him. Yeah. Oh, that, so that had to be kinda, kind of nerve wracking for parents. For sure. Yeah. 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 Yep. But uh, everything's good. Everything's, everything's good, good with him. He's healthy. Yeah. Awesome. Good deal. So. Now uh, the sleep schedule and taking care of yourself. How's that? Uh, you know, kind of getting adjusted to. It? I mean, you've heard, you've probably heard it like all eight, nine months leading up to it, right? You've heard all the For stories, sure. and well, now you've gotten the first few weeks in. Are they living up to the stories? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so. I don't want to downplay us as men, but I mean, we do kind of take a back seat. You and I were talking about it. How, um, I, just like like Jess is doing amazing with that, and. Uh, so you, you, you fill in as much as you can and take a role of like changing diapers in between feeding and all that stuff. But yeah, the, I was, I, the other thing is everybody needs different amounts of sleep. So like Mm -hmm. Jessica, she, she likes more sleep. And so that's been a hard adjustment for her, but she's able to, able to find it throughout the night. And, um, she's actually adjusted really well. I didn't need as much sleep as her. So it's been easier for me. Mm Mm-hmm. But the first week back at work was like, ooh, it was yeah. an adjustment for sure. That right. First 7 a.m. appointment came up and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. la la land still. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, any, I mean, you know, so, you know, it's, we were kind of talking a little bit about uh, off the air uh, a little bit too, kind of like the, the adjustment to, to like needs or something like that. You yeah. Know, like yeah, with, yeah. you know, because he's going to be very mom dependent right away. Yeah. Right. And we were kind of talking about, you know, 
obviously you can't help out in certain areas uh, yeah. of it. I couldn't either. And it, like you almost felt bad for not being able to maybe help out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of that, and it totally, it takes a shift, I think, in mindset. Like I had an expectation that I would be like there all the time mm-hmm. doing this stuff. But really when you think about it as well, you know, you have your role. Like she's home taking care of him right now. That's what he needs. But I got to be at work for the mm-hmm. family too. So you find you find where you fit into your role in the family dynamic and that's that's been helpful for me because there mm-hmm. was that first you know like it was start of week 2 um going back to work it was like i felt that loss of of being there for them but really i was where i needed to be which was work and mm-hmm. and providing that that right. aspect for now right so and uh, I know my wife kind of said too. He's like, or she's like, uh, you know, in a couple of years though, he's going to gravitate more towards mm-hmm. towards dad. And I can tell you that is definitely true. And now yeah. that he's six, yeah, and more of a personality and has his interests and and all that sort of stuff too. Yeah, so, how's the baseball season going for him? Well, he got he finished it up a, a couple of weeks ago, but okay. um, he's like. And, and it kind of reminds me of me when I was younger too. And I don't know if you were this way with with sports, but when it's the season of the sport, you're into it. Yeah, but then yeah. when that next season kind of comes along, you're good with that sport. Like you're not just attached to just one. Right. Like right. you almost kind of get burnt out a little bit. Totally. Yep. And he's he's that way. Like I was that way. It's like you know I remember as a kid, it's like oh yeah, my favorite sport's baseball. But then you know fall would come around, it's like oh yeah, football. That's easy. Love like, football. You know, yeah. Then yeah. it's like basketball. I was like no, nope, this is my you know my. So he's into baseball right now. Like watching it, he'll go to the express games. He loves nice. going to the express games. You know, T ball. He wants to. He says he wants to play fall ball, which okay. you know they're going to do that. I'll see if he actually is, follows through, on, follows that. through yeah. on it because that's also football season when it kind of rolls around there too. Mm-hmm. But he's he's kind of like Mia, where it's like you go into those seasons where some people are just diehard, just one. But I felt like right. I always got even playing, and I know you played soccer, but I always felt like at the end of the seasons, I'm like, okay, good. You know, I can't do it anymore because you totally. kind of got burnt out a little bit. And I think that's good. Like you pour your heart into it, and mm-hmm. it's like it devours your time. And it is not good to have that breather and, and yeah. move on to like, okay, now I'm gonna like you had ba- uh, basketball. For me, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, now I'm working out and preparing for you know, kind of preparing. Really, I was just trying to look good for the girls, but, right? You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like okay, now I got to work out and see mm-hmm. what we can achieve in the in the off season, but not. Taking a step away from that sport is definitely good. That's where, like, when, you know, not to pick on anybody because some are really good at it, but, like, you know, you'd see, like, even in high school with, with those kids just focusing on just one sport, yeah, you, you yeah, know, and yeah. it's like, I don't think I could ever do that. Like, I had my favorite as you get older, you know, your, your go-to or whatever, but to, to dedicate, and I know you hear now more a little bit with, like, recruiting-wise, mm-hmm. uh, was it like, I think, you know, they, especially when it comes to football, well, he was a three-sport athlete. They focus on the three-sport, you know, athletes instead of just the mindset of one. Right, right. And... Like, to me, I don't know if I could have been just a one-sport athlete, you know, playing in a season and then, you know, doing the tournaments or something like that. Yeah. I needed the variety. Totally. On there. I, I totally agree. And now that you mention that, and I haven't really analyzed this, but, like, when I played lacrosse then in my junior year, um, it's almost like the, the two years before that I was uh, half-heartedly going through the, the motions with soccer stuff in the mm-hmm. offseason. Yeah. But then when I had lacrosse, like, that was my focus. And then when it that was done it's like okay now i gotta catch up and gear up for soccer so you almost give better attention when you're training for it yeah i think it made me better Mm -hmm. going into junior and senior year of of soccer then because of that yeah and you know i'm reminded of my best friend jake who was a fantastic football player uh played a little bit in college but i remember it was our senior year because he was a running back and i mean we 
you know, one game away from state. And I mean, just yeah. and how the you know, you, you as you know how the seasons run, you know, especially in the fall, the winter. Yeah, there's no break. Right. You right. know, sometimes they overlap. Absolutely, a little bit. But I remember him too, like after football season, and he was a great basketball player. Initially, he didn't go out for basketball because he was just that burnt out. Sure, sure. And, and finally, he you know, after a couple of weeks, you know, he was back and, and that sort of thing. But that burnout factor uh, on there too is just like because those seasons just. They over, especially the fall to winter. You hear about it more. Spring, I think, totally. is more because you get the weather factor, so it helps you kind of. Yeah, your energy's higher. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then you know, if there's still snow, well, you can't really do anything. So <laughs> right, you know, right, that sort of thing. But yep. you know, that constant back and forth. And I don't know if that's something like people don't think about when it comes to high school athletes a little bit, mm-hmm. because they really are supposed to be the student athletes. Right. But you know, you go deep into football or whatever, and then if you're in hockey or basketball. You got to pick it up right away. Right away. You know, coach will give you a day off or something like that, but you're transitioning pretty darn quick at that point. Right. Right. So, well, but, and if the you know you're a hockey player and the couple of guys on the team didn't play football or any other fall sport, they're ready to go. You yeah. don't want to miss out on that. Right. You want to keep up with them, so you have that. It's a weird dynamic. It is. It really is. But uh, yeah, burnout. I know we've talked about burnout. burnout. Yeah. Quite a bit uh, on our conversations. Yes. Here yes. a little bit. So. But I think, you know, one thing, too, that you kind of mentioned, uh, not only with, with you being a new father and such, but I know summertime is a busy time where a lot of people are doing, I was telling you, we're doing some house projects. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're doing mm-hmm. a little vacay or, you know, weekend warriors with the softball diamond or, yeah, or even yeah. golf and that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you kind of forget to take care of yourselves a little bit more, too, don't you? Absolutely. That's been a, a very obvious portion of my life. Um, yeah, so... Not to blame Liam, that's my son's name, Liam, but um, I think it, it really it's it's my fault. I haven't been working out even over the last like six, eight months, and then over the last month here, not stretching, taking that time to make sure you're warmed up. You know, you wake up mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, baby's crying, okay, I'm going to go grab him. You right. go from zero to, zero to 60, lifting like him yep. in a weird position, all that, and yeah, like this past Monday, uh, my back was messed up. That's a big part. I had uh, went to a PT yesterday for some dry needling, and he had that conversation. He's like, well, that happened. You know, you had a kid, and now you're doing all these different things, different positions, and it makes total sense. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't think about it, but you do have to stay on top of it, and it's important to take the time for yourself, even though you have this new mm-hmm. life that you're trying to be there for and, and support your wife and everything, but... Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. Because, and that was obvious for me yesterday and, and Monday. What I was able to help with was totally diminished because I was hardly moving. Mm-hmm. So you owe it to your – it's not selfish to take the time and treat yourself to, a, a, you know, make sure you're going into a chiropractor or a massage or a physical therapist. You owe it to your family to make sure you're at your – Right, able to perform when they when they need. Right. So. And it's, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that line about taking care of yourself – because, and I'm just reminded of this because, you know, you're going to have your yearly appointments with, with Liam with Family Doctor and that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. And yep. Hudson just yep. had his again. But I remember every year we go back and we have the same Family Doctor. But one of the questions he always has, he, he looks at me and my wife. He's like, now are you guys taking care of yourselves? That's awesome. You I'm know, right and yeah. And like, he's like, now, because he's like, it's okay. You have to go take a break, go have a date night or go somewhere. It's yeah. okay to do that. You have to do that. And I thought he made a good point too. Like I, I never, you never think of this stuff, but he's like, you know, your kid's going to notice that stuff too. 
right. if you're not doing things on your own or, you know, kind of being your own individual person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially. And I'll be honest, I still struggle with that. Yep. You know, I still, and not just, you know, in the last six years of what Hudson's been, but pretty much my whole life, it's kind of like I still struggle. You know, is it, they call it FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. Oh, yep. Oh, my goodness. You yeah. Know, like, I, I know I have that a yeah. lot of times, yep. fear of missing out. Even when it comes to work, you, you, yeah. you know, like yeah. I'll be on vacation, I'll be checking in. Mm-hmm. I can't shut it off. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't turn it off constantly. And I, I got to imagine that same for you because you own your totally. business, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, that fear of missing out. And it's, I know it's more of a mental thing, but it's a huge mental hurdle that it's hard to, hard to clear at times. Yeah. It, it, absolutely. So there's a couple things there. That's great. And I, the, the FOMO is so real. Mm-hmm. I think, and everybody to some extent has it, mm-hmm. whether it's socially or professionally, whatever. Um, putting that aside for a second, one of the on our honeymoon, Jessica, when we were on our honeymoon in Mexico, we met this couple in in Mexico, and they said uh, every year they take a trip with their kids and a trip alone, and it's and they say they said uh, some people are, are like, wow, you take a week alone to go somewhere and you don't bring your kids, like how can you do that? And they had a good point with it. They said, well, you know, it's kind of a vacation for the kids, too. They get yeah. to go hang out with the grandparents, get mm-hmm. spoiled for a week, not have mom and dad right. breathing down their neck. and then Ice cream for breakfast. And, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's like, they're, they're, hey, see you, parents. Get yeah. out of here, you know. Exactly. Booked your tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you do need the separation every now mm-hmm. and then just to keep it alive with mm-hmm. how it used to be or, or whatever. That, you know, just staying in touch with mm-hmm as individuals and, and right. in a relationship there. So right. that's been good for sure. Yeah. That's, and I still struggle with it. You know, it's like, you know, even like with my little guy, you know, I'm trying to figure out, Hey, where can we go? And, you know, spend a couple of days or yeah. something like that. And it's like, how do I want to be gone that long? But I know I've got to get over that hurdle too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not going to do me any good, you know, health wise, personal wise, and, yeah. and set an example too, uh, mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. So, Still struggling with that six years later, <laughs> or well, after a while, but yeah, yeah, we're always growing, right? Yeah. Do you think FOMO, fear of missing out, is something that you know? It almost gets, I think, as a as a social media term that gets thrown out there and kind of loosey goosey, you know? Yeah. People kind of have fun with it, but do you think it's kind of like a real? How do I want to phrase this? Almost like a serious thing people kind of have to pay attention to a little bit. It, you know what I'm trying it, to get it, at? Totally. Yeah. yeah, because I think it can. Um, I think you can – other areas of your life might suffer because you have that fear of missing out. So, like, I, I need to put my attention into this this project or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. but my friends are doing this or, or there's a family gathering or whatever it is. And instead of being – instead of doing the, the project that you need to do, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I think it's totally detrimental. You have to be able to prioritize and, and be able to step away and be okay with not – being there wherever that the party right. is or whatever. Right. Actually, we've talked a lot about like discipline and motivation yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. That is such a big thing. Like, uh, letting go of the social being okay. Like your friends aren't going to disown you if mm-hmm. you miss a couple of events. Right. The, probably will respect you more if, if that you come back like the next week or a month later and have, have this, thing you can show them that you did while you were gone and it's like yeah i instead of going out to the bar that night i did this and now i'm now i'm here i'm a step higher on uh, mm-hmm. towards my goals in life or whatever right yeah i struggle with that though my wife would agree she, it's it's 
it's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, because one thing, you know, before uh, I think in our last conversation, we kind of talked about we wanted to throw out some questions to others and, you know, yeah. whether they were like business leaders or community members or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. And I just kind of thought of one. I don't know. You could tell me if you think it's not a good question or anything like that. But kind of, you know, one of our things we were talking about is fatherhood. I'd be kind of curious to know from other people, like, what was your biggest adjustment being a big first-time father, maybe? Sure, sure. You, yeah, you know, yeah. like, because you're an active person. I mean, golf and, and, you know, we talk about that all the time, you mm-hmm. know, hunting and all that. Like, you know, what was the biggest adjustment maybe for first-time dads or, or parents, mom, mom or dad or anything like that, that – Maybe you weren't expecting, and maybe you're still kind of struggling with a little bit. Yeah. You know, because, you know, as we were talking about the FOMO, the fear of missing out sort of thing, that's the one something I'm still struggling with is, like, letting him go for a couple of days and stay with grandpa and grandma or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't have to wait outside the school on his first day of school or right. or anything like that. But, you know, that to me was – or maybe what was an adjustment that you didn't expect – that you're, you're kind of still like that that to me honestly is probably one of the biggest ones i wasn't expecting that i'd, I'd, I'd still be working through yeah a little bit is with hudson with is, hudson yeah. yeah like you know i'm thinking you know especially when you start, oh, i can't wait for a week off you know or something like that mm-hmm. now it's like no nah, i don't i don't necessarily want that but that's not fair to him either you yeah. know so i i'd probably say that's probably one of my biggest adjustments so far yeah, absolutely i know you're still kind of new so still kind of new, new yeah and and it's and it, i think my situation is different because Liam's still so young. Like mm-hmm. Jessica's looking at going up to her, her family cabin today, actually. Um, and I'll be coming up Friday night. So that's a couple days where I won't be with him. Mm-hmm. But it's in this situation, it's good. He's so young. I'm, you know, I missed a couple diapers. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, he's progressing fast. So there are things that I'll miss, like all the smiles and stuff. But, um, it's good for her too because she'll be. I'm I'm at work all day. She's stuck in the house, especially with the air quality. Right. Yeah. So it's gonna be good for her. So I almost want that to mm-hmm. happen, which I didn't expect either. I thought we're gonna be locked in. The three of us are going everywhere together mm-hmm. for a while here. Right. But I kind of feel good about her going because she's gonna be around people, adults during right. the day, and like that's good. To, we need that as, yep. as humans. We need you that need that support system too, yeah, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's kind of one thing, you know. When Hudson was first born, six weeks later, I did an interview. I had to drive to Green Bay, and I was driving back the same day. But it was at night, and it's like, you know, you're talking eight hours, you know, yeah. outside of your normal work day. Yeah, right. So it's like, dude, can I leave Veronica and, and Hudson alone? For, you know, but you need that, you know, her mom came over and all that. But I still, yeah. you know, when I was over there, uh, I was actually interviewing Peter King, uh football nice. guy over yeah. there. yeah. And I said, and we were talking because I'm like, yeah, Hudson was actually born six weeks ago. And he kind of looked at me, he's like, six weeks? What are you doing? And your here? wife is letting you come over here, you <laughs> yeah, know, sort yeah, of thing over yeah. there. I'm like, well, I guess when you put it that way, should I feel bad? Yeah. That I'm over here <laughs> actually, a bit? Yeah. it's good talking with you. I'm yeah. hit the road. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, to have that, that support system too, I think is, is huge. Yeah. It is big time. And it sounds like you've got your families. Huge supports and yeah, easy babysitters too. You know we're, we yeah. struggled on that a little bit there too. So yeah, but. we're still working through what's going to happen with the daycare. Too. Oh, dude! <laughs> so if there's any daycare providers that we're on your list for, and you hear this, mm-hmm. put us on the top. Please. Yeah, get a, get a hold of uh, Logan over there <laughs> yeah. too. So, uh, well, I mean, is he developing a like for soccer arm? You know, yet for for golf? Have you noticed anything yet? Are you going to start training him soon, or uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or anything like that? <laughs> um. He's uh, he's still doing the like 
crayfish hand movements yeah. they're kind of just random you know and um no i i think his first birthday he will have a golf club for sure yeah. that's an easy one yeah nice so i know something that we've talked about in the past but you know, i mean in your profession now that you have a little guy is that something that you will look at for chiropractor care for 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 liam when he gets a little bit older maybe or now yeah. or no that's a great question yeah so actually it was super cool um and very blessed that uh, the team at sacred heart was um open to this but so jessica's mom and sister were in the room they were up at her head um during during labor and delivery and that allowed me to be still there but more mm-hmm. involved with the actual process of getting liam out of there and so i was able to catch and oh. um uh, he had a little bit of like breathing issues, just some rapid breathing, and that's why he was transferred just for the the lung stuff. But because of all the tubes and lines that he had going on, mm-hmm. um, his head was kind of being pulled. So actually, day one, I did a little bit of work, just minor, oh, wow. you know, making sure that things were moving right. As he was coming out, I felt, and I was catching and holding his head, I felt a little like pop in there. I think his neck just had a little movement. Okay. Um, pretty sure that's what it was. It was fast, and I was, mm-hmm. you know, adrenaline was spiked. But right. thinking back on it, it felt kind of like that. So, yeah, I've I've done a little bit of work. Um, not my specialty, but mm-hmm. he, you know, range of motion and everything. Obviously, I, I test him. It drives Jessica kind of crazy. Cause she's like, would you just hold him instead of running tests on him every time <laughs> you're with him? But, yeah, he's he's doing great that way. And I, I'll, I'll continue. Obviously, if something comes up that I'm not – uh, you know, some simple work that mm-hmm. I can do isn't effective. Right. Uh, he will go to, uh, I've, there's a couple in Eau Claire. I like, uh, one in Fall Creek as well for, mm-hmm. for pediatric chiropractic care. Right. So, yeah, but that was, that was an awesome experience getting to So were you nervous though? Like, you yeah. know, it was weird. Yeah. I was able to detach more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, the hardest part was in the in the hours before she started having like she, before she started pushing, um, I started to get really antsy, mm-hmm. right? Because I've been with her. I'm like, oh, I, I can't do anything to take away your pain. Nothing yeah. was working. I was massaging her, but like that wasn't helping too much. And then things started to settle down right before the the calm before the storm there. And I, I was in the bathroom in the in the uh, labor suite like push-ups and squats just cranked them out like i came out panting and sweating but i needed to release that and then once i did that she started pushing and it, it totally detached which i did not expect that mm-hmm. um, i was nervous that i'd be white-faced and passing out right but, um no that was really cool and then after he came of course the the wave of emotions kind of hit you mm-hmm. because i had put him off and my parents got there he was in the special care unit and i came back into the room where they were with jess and it was just like hit the floor you know just yeah. relief because he's here he was struggling a little bit but he was fairly healthy so mm-hmm. just all the emotions kind of the, the little bit of afraid little bit of relief yeah. right then it then it hit me and then i was like yeah down but yeah. um yeah no yeah, that's that release that. yeah know, that, yeah that release there the anticipation for mm-hmm. months you're waiting exactly. to see this kid you know yep yeah, that was it. Was an awesome experience. And yeah. Very, very thankful for the um, tr- the team there mm-hmm. allowing me to do that, and they yeah. were all super professional too. Right, which is awesome. Well, good deal. So, well, next time you come in, you have to bring them in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get them on the pod right away. <laughs> yep. <right? laughs> Get some babbles in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It might be more interesting than what 
what I talk oh, about geez, for sure. Don't stop that. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we got to wrap things up here. So a uh, couple weeks again, uh, stop yes, in after after the fourth. Yes, and sir. Uh, I'm, got any other questions? Uh, throw out there. Uh, yeah, I'll. Anybody's got cues questions for you too? You know, Absolutely. send those on over, and we can answer those. Another one, but I'd like to throw that one out there, like you know, parents, community, like even like business leaders or or you know, com- community leaders, you know. It, with a lot of pressure on your jobs, you know, mm-hmm. like for because you own your own own business. Now that you have grown your family, right? What are some adjustments that you've had to make? That work life balance now, the, the balance, yeah. And how do you make that work? Mm-hmm. That's a great question and super helpful for a lot of people. I think. I I could use more tips on that yeah, work life yeah. balance. Yeah, you know, I I know for a fact I could. So if anybody, I think maybe that's a better question at hand here is how do you how do you do your work life balance? You know, mm-hmm. you, and, and that's where I'm like, because before you came in, uh, the lady that was in here was actually our general manager, my boss. Sure. And we were talking about uh, s- some stuff, and, and the one thing that is always her priority is work-life balance. Like, awesome. And it's it's refreshing to see or hear your boss say, priority one is your kids, your family. Then it's work. Yeah. You yeah. know, after that. And not a lot of... I would say business organizations or bosses are probably like that. Right. I think that's fair to say for, for a lot. So it's refreshing to to hear that too. And sometimes, you know, once in a while, her and I will just have some chats. So you just need that refresher a little bit. Because yeah. I'll be honest, like last couple of weeks, it's been just kind of a mental haze, you know, fog kind of, you know, we all sure. go through that. Yeah. And she could notice like something was going on or so we just had like about a 30 minute chat. And, you know, to have a boss like that, you know, somebody like that, a business leader like that, it's like, Kind of energizes you a little bit more too. Yeah. But they have that same mindset that you hope to have too. Is like, okay, work life balance, family is number one. Your kids number one. Everything else comes after that. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'll be kind of curious to hear, hear from other people too how they too. do work life balance. Because mm-hmm. she's one of them too. I'll tell you, like she will kick you out. Like if you're working too hard, you're not coming in. You know, get out and go do something. Yeah. Sort yeah. of thing. Whereas, I think a lot of times we get so peppered into like grind it grind it out grind mm-hmm. it out you know got to put in the work got to put in the work but sometimes that maybe does more damage than good when it comes to your mental health i think yeah well it comes bit. right back to that high school sports you get the mm-hmm. burnout of work and then yeah. you're not as effective at work because your mind's at home or whatever yeah yeah totally agree. Need that balance so i would love to hear from other people's work-life balance perspectives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, me too all right let's wrap should we end it there then i think it's a good question to end it on i like it get some responses for next time yes sir so well congrats again man it's good to see you you too it's been you doing any golfing uh since probably Um, not jess has cleared me for the last three weeks okay um but i had patient work-life balance i had patience the first two weeks that she had cleared me and then Mm -hmm. uh, two days ago i was like you know it would have been all arms maybe yeah. just my left hand swinging that club so i we got a sub that time too but so i haven't right yeah but next week we're up in monaco for the whole week oh that's right we talked about golfer. that yep. yeah timber ridge up timber there. ridge you got nice. it nice. so I'm, i've been licking the chops getting ready for that one awesome so. well you enjoy your fourth and enjoy some family time too so you and, too uh, we'll catch up again in a couple weeks but appreciate it dan That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Big thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. A couple of quick reminders for you. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Man Cave Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
and you can leave us a voice message. Whether it's a comment, analysis, or a question for a question and answer segment, just get that link in the podcast description. Also, don't forget to rate and review the podcast if you haven't done so already. This helps other people find the Man Cave Podcast. And be a friend and tell a friend about the Man Cave Podcast. Until the next episode, I'm Dan Casper, and thank you for listening to the Man Cave Podcast.